1: Welcome back to all of my friends.
0: Welcome back. My niggas have my ends. Uh, what? <laughs> it's an instant Negro classic. Don't know what you mean.
1: <laughs> Is it true that when you lose sleep, you
0: hallucinate? Um, I kind of want to experience... Maybe that's... I actually don't think you want to experience that. Um, And I also think you have to be much more sleep-deprived than what you probably...
1: Yeah, no, no. I don't think so. I'm being, you know, hyperbolic and stupid. I'm just saying, like, that sounds like it might be But that
0: is a thing, yeah. Great. Mm, I mean, perhaps, you know, shrooms are right there as well, so...
1: Makes me think of that episode of Golden Girls where Blanche didn't get any sleep and then she thought those egg yolks in a bag were poison. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Honestly, there's really
1: a Golden Girls reference for literally anything. And sometimes, like, you guys have no idea how many moments <laughs> in my life I'm like, should I keep this Golden Girls reference to myself or should I just <laughs> No, there's a Golden Girls moment for this.
0: I thought I, I saw time. every episode, but I do not remember this one. And that just lets me know I am not the hardcore fan I thought I was. So I'm gonna have to go back and find season this. five, episode two. Oh, great! Thank you. There <laughs> you go. Thank you so much, Blinchpedia. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> all right guys welcome
1: back um uh, i am rue mcclanahan and i
0: am suzanne douglas and thank you for coming back to the read welcome to the show
1: indeed and you just started off with some black excellence i did did.
0: i did the great suzanne douglas rest in peace to Yeah. a true icon yet another black legend um gone too soon
1: A legendary actor um, and a black TV and film and stage uh, uh, fave Mm -hmm. known for things like Parenthood, how Stella got her groove back. Um, She was in The Inkwell, Jason's Lyric. She did so many different things. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that was kind of like... Yeah, let's have all of the bad news.
0: Yeah, that really hurt my heart when I saw the news. Like, that's just one of the, I feel like this happens every time another, like, Black icon, especially TV or a movie. I feel like this happens for me every time they pass away. I'm just like, no, but that's like a piece of my development. That's like a piece of my youth that... Mm -mm. Is leaving along with it, you know, it just is heartbreaking for me. feels
1: very like sand in an hourglass. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: Like time's moving on and, you know, our loved ones and icons are going into their next journey. Yeah. And cancer sucks.
0: (laughs) It does. And it always has. And I don't even know if you heard about this, but Charlie Robinson just died too.
1: I'm
0: so sorry, friend. Just literally earlier, like today, the news came out that he passed away a couple of years ago. If you don't know Charlie Robinson, Google him. If you're black, you will know his face. Um, if you're old enough, then you saw him on Night Court, but he was also on um, lots of other TV shows. He played Nate on Set It Off. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a <it> buy Nate, <laughs> so you know if you black, you definitely seen that. But it's just. Oh. Yeah, you know, and I had this similar feelings (laughs) as I yeah similar feelings as with Suzanne Douglas. I was just like, yo, for real, like, I just I yo yeah.
1: He was on Malcolm and Eddie, which I've been thinking about a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I skipped over a lot of the discography. I just went straight to what I thought niggas. I think
1: he was Jason's daddy on the game.
0: Oh, yeah, shit. Wait he? a minute. I think he was.
1: <laughs> I think he was Jason's daddy on the game. And like, he was also really cheap. And that's why Jason was cheap, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just sat here already like, wow, we lost a Black Legend. Yeah. I'm so sad. And we, and oh, then here I'm you sorry. Are, oh, yeah. Let's update it. You with know, another one.
0: I just thought I should tell you now before the Internet tells you tomorrow. So... But yeah, rest in peace to both of those Black icons. Great again. start. Yeah, way too soon. Well, we have some good
1: um, news in Black excellence. Can't wait. Um, everyone has been all abuzz about a young lady by the name of Zayla Avant-Garde. Avant-Garde.
0: Thank Avant-garde. you. Yes, that's it.
1: Um, because this beautiful 14-year-old young lady from Harvey, Louisiana, is the first... Ever Black Americans win the National Spelling Bee. She had so many people rooting for her. Famous, regular, um, Facebook, Instagram. I TikTok, love her. I love cricket. her. Um, wait, what is this? President of the Southern University System announced a, Z- a Zaila Day to commemorate her Black excellence over at Southern University.
0: I know that's Rice right, Southern yes i think the president of lsu already extended her a, a full an offer of a full scholarship
1: yeah yeah if yeah she oh would yeah like to the come girls are like LSU. please 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 come come here come oh here, yeah come to school, they're very excited
0: the fact that this 14 year old holds world records and like basketball related activities but then just casually decided to start out spelling you bitches too just two years yeah, ago she just got started two years ago most of these Funzies. kids been straight been training since birth for the spelling bee, and she was just like oh you know a fun thing to do when I'm not dribbling. Nigga, what?
1: Yeah, she says she like to play basketball at Harvard. So that's not the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I that I tells you everything you need to know. Like, and what was the damn word that she won on?
0: I have uh, never heard... It was Mariah. Of, um,
1: A genus Mariah of Gary. trees.
0: No, mm-mm pronounced slightly Bill different. Murray. It's Mariah, but not pronounced. The same emphasis on the syllables is not there. To medicine? It's like Maria or something Marie like that. No, no. Bitch,
1: no. hold the phone. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Let me just test this again before I say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I Googled mm-hmm. her name and Google has an animation with the word and a bunch of B. Yeah. That comes down on the page when you Google her. It literally showed me the words as you were saying Mariah Carey to me. Okay,
0: I didn't say that. But yes, I'm very glad about that. I know when I Googled her earlier, like confetti rained down on the Google page and I was like, Yeah, they added words.
1: (laughs) They added the word, I guess.
0: Oh yes, the Mariah name. So yes, apparently it's some type of tree, a genus of tree. So, you know, one step above a species. Um, but not a word I had ever heard before. Certainly, I would have said M-A-R-I-A-H.
1: A-H, exactly. <laughs> and I would have asked them why they were being disrespectful.
0: <laughs> you Duh, mean the woman if, who invented Christmas?
1: The one and only diva of the holidays? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? It's weird.
0: Yeah, and I have to say, when she spelled it right and they confirmed it and she did that little spin on stage...
1: Yeah, oh my God. I my heart. burst
0: into tears. I did. Yeah. I cried very hard for a very long time. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, if you take away the braces and add pigtails, that is exactly what I looked like <laughs> at her age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, exactly. It was like looking at young me. And so for her to be like, oh, you know, well, spelling is fun or whatever, but, you know, basketball is really fun. And I like to be in the WNBA. I'm just like, Look at this little Black girl who's like, yeah, I just decided to spell, and the spelling bee's fun, so yeah, more Black people should do it, but, you know, gonna keep doing my thing and being great, and okay, everybody, have a good time, like, and then she's just at the ESPYs with every other athlete, and I just, <laughs> my heart just exploded. I'm so happy for this young girl, and, and so excited to see what she does with her life.
1: Same, same, and more same. Beautiful Speaking story. Miss uh, Naomi Osaka won Uh best athlete in women's sports. Period. But Baddest
0: bitch in women's sports. I
1: also want to talk about her sold out Barbie doll.
0: <laughs> Nigga, I really thought I was going to get a yeah, Naomi Osaka doll to go yeah, alongside my Ava DuVernay doll. I said, yeah, I yeah you did. me and the bitch.
2: Mm-mm. No, girl.
0: When I tell you that thing was gone, I don't know if it was bots or what, but ho, within 45 seconds, oh, yeah, you could not find sure. the fucking doll. You just could not get yeah. the doll. And I know the resellers are gonna be acting a whole ass, and I just won't do it. But yeah, you could not find that goddamn doll.
1: Yeah, there isn't a website with a checkout page that nope. have boxed. Nope. <laughs> so
0: okay, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, they definitely scoop that up too. But either way, I thought that that was fantastic, and I love the doll's hair uh yeah i didn't watch just...
0: the actual espies but i did see clips of it and then <laughs> weirdly enough i was like taking a walk that evening and i walked past that whole setup and i was like damn what award show did they have here but i didn't ask because
2: Uh-oh. you don't care
0: i don't care <laughs> yeah, uh, I but then i came home and saw like everybody tagging themselves in my neighborhood talking about the SPs. and i was like okay <laughs> So that's what you niggas was down there doing because I saw Shakari Richardson, mm-hmm. which really did my heart very good to see her like being embraced. She got her and, life and her flowers. Exactly, like, you know. exactly. Like this was the girl smoked some weed and her mama died. Who do you think is get really finna it. hold that against her? Like literally nobody other than the officials who run these very important Caucasian sporting events. The rest of us do yes. not give a shit about that at all. The rest of us would have did weed and worse if our mama said that. So we Hello. don't care. I just love to see her embraced by the greater sports community and wild. by, and by, you know, famous people in general. Like it was good to see her there. And I'm glad she had that moment, Couple tide pods, you yeah. know, all that shit, all that shit.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel a little bit of fair and ball. Okay. Okay. So listen. That's
0: enough. <laughs> hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without
1: <laughs> this week in our pop culture segment which is called hot tops what we do in the shadows we're gonna start with um the latest in summer walker drama
0: um, oh lord tell me she's not still giving that baby honey <laughs> you remember the girls had a fit
1: So, Summer uh, is no longer on the track with London, Paris, or France. Um,
0: (laughs) What? Say this again. I mean, I know what you're saying, but what does this mean? Help!
1: (laughs) All right, self fulfilling prophecy? Who knows? Uh, but Galactahor posted on her story, (laughs) I am the full taker of my child. That man pulls up on the weekend with his mama and his gifts for a day or two, takes his pics, but I do all the work. When I'm not at work, so once again, suck a dick. I be I read these so terribly without like do I am missing the punctuation or do, yeah, they, really write do. Them, do they write them? Do they write them? No, 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 no. Because that's not her fault. There's a period here. Okay, I did that. <laughs> that's my fault. That one was. No, I'm just checking,
0: because normally it's not your fault.
1: (laughs) It really, normally I read it as
0: Yes, correct.
1: I want you guys to know that, like, 99.9% of the time, I just read exactly what's in front of me, and I know it's mirror, (laughs) but that's not my business or my fault. (laughs) But that one was me. This one was me. Okay, that's Um, fine,
0: that's fine.
1: (laughs) Yes, but this was after uh, London on the track... W- uh, posted some photographs um, with him and his daughter with Summer. Oh, God. Still covered in emojis so we don't see the baby. Mm-hmm. And here we have one of him feeding the baby with a bottle outside the Apple store.
0: Okay. Yeah, so she's right. He definitely comes by once a week or so and takes his pictures. <laughs> because who, who the fuck... <laughs> photographs themselves feeding their child outside the apple store like that's not a thing (laughs) we don't care i guess with the baby hungry i don't know i don't have any this is no it really gives me more like of a stunt type of situation because like i'm sorry people who are full-time caretakers of children have a whole lot of shots to use if they want to show the baby getting fed and outside the apple store is just like not even top 10 so (laughs)
1: I just noticed Don't niggas... the babies be having little like um kitchen islands in the bathroom and shit where you can go in and lay them down and, and feed them and change their pampers and
0: in public bathrooms, yes they do. They have like they a Yeah, the Apple store. Oh,
1: I don't know if the Apple store Oh no, the Apple
0: store would not have that. Oh well, hold on. Not in New oh, York yeah. City, but in 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 real American cities, yes. I maintain that New York City, you should have to have a passport to come here because it is not like America. But probably in other cities where they have regular open bathrooms that anybody can get to, they probably do have those. Mm. I'm just saying, probably.
1: Big Daddy Duties, he captioned it. And then another later where he's also just holding the baby and whatever. And so Summer said, I... I am the full taker of my full caretaker of my child. That man pulls up okay, see now all right. I am the full caretaker of my child. That man pulls up on the weekend with his mama and his gifts for a day or two take his pics, but I do all the work when I'm not at work. So once again, (laughs) suck a dick. So the period was my problem. And now I see where my error was because that was the first form of punctuation within seven sentences.
0: Okay, gotcha. And
1: so I just kept going full force because I did not expect... My brain didn't expect a punctuation mark at that point. And so this is really barely my fault.
0: I would say it's not at all your fault. You got used to not seeing a period. Therefore, you did not anticipate a period. No, this is like... This is physiological as far as I'm concerned. This is how human brains work, so... You are completely Mm. not at fault for the initial misreading. And um, when it comes to Summer Walker, like, as always, I empathize. But like, this is the life of a baby mama. And you used to clown the baby mamas for doing this exact thing. But like, yeah, girl, you mean to tell me he takes his pictures for the gram, but he's not involved in the day in and day out activities and like the actual responsibilities of raising an infant. Really girl, my mind is blown. Who could have, seen who could thing have thing? guessed that a nigga with multiple baby mamas and multiple kids who doesn't really is never really involved in the day to day care of any of them would not do it again. Like what? Mm. I feel for her. I do. Because her baby deserves better than that. And she deserves the support.
1: I just... He definitely gives me, like, manipulative pretty boy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I produce beats and the girls absolutely live look at my Cuban length. Yep, and so you girls are gonna fall in line and probably like, oh my goodness, like I'm the peanut butter to your jelly. You can't live without me. Like La- blah 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 manipulation, manipulation. And she just got a little spicy, a little yep. too big for her britches because she was into her, you I know, love and she was work and magic.
0: Yeah, it's not like Mode. Summer Walker was 48 years old doing this. <laughs>
1: Right, you know, and so drama, and she's very expressive and open on GalactoHorror dot org. <laughs> And so, you know, and even just last week, one of the, I guess, like he posted a picture with one of his other kids and the baby mom was po- like, I guess, put it on her page. And then someone was like, oh, it's so interesting that now magically he gets along with the baby now that oh, Summer's God. out of the picture. And the girl responded to it, to which <laughs> she got she dragged. <laughs> she got dragged by the Autumns or whatever Summer Walker's fans are called. And then... um <laughs> Number, <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Summer put a whole bunch of screenshots on her page. Of course. About people calling her bitter. Because she
0: is uh, young.
1: Bit and and stuff and whatever. Yes,
0: Gen Z. Go off.
1: Um, Which is like... I, messy but at the same time t like that's thing they're gonna do with summer that's this nigga right. bouncing around and gaslighting and triggering the fuck out of all of y'all based on whoever the fuck he's mad at the, at the time or whoever's mad at him yeah and he will likely be missing soon enough when he decides whoever the fuck else is the next one he wants to go and spend some time with yeah so, act cute if you want to y'all are really about to be playing hot potato with this nigga um unless yeah. you you know bow out i really looked at this um selfishly like give me the music summer <laughs> i need mm-hmm. it i really enjoy summer's music um and unlike what london may have tried to have you think you don't need no goddamn 808 to make a good song <laughs> like then he can come through and give you a snare on a smooth bass right and all of a sudden that's what makes you no girl you can have a little you know have Kelani play the mm-hmm. guitar for you or something you can Kehlani, Does Kelani play because i feel like Kelani plays the guitar. i mean she plays something
0: i feel like most um lesbian or bisexual women play at least one
1: at least at something. least
0: one instrument and the guitar has been linked to like femininity and the feminine body many mm-hmm. times so i would not be surprised that's all i'm saying
1: yeah. <laughs> what i'm saying summer is be gay no I'm just,
0: um, <laughs> no please don't be gay we actually yeah, no, have do
1: that's not gonna be we actually have here.
0: more than enough girls who think that it's better over here somehow it isn't yeah. like i feel like y'all have listened to me talk and you think that dykes are like inherently better they are not
1: um, and then you wake up and then you're the villain and you're like how did i get here
0: exactly and you can still end up a baby mama raising the baby by yourself with um, a woman as your partner just so you know so (laughs) it happens every day but um but the point is not that for me the point is like i really feel for summer walker because of the situation she's in and like her baby especially but like she and every other baby mama of this nigga deserve more support than what he is able to give it's like nick cannon and this nigga going around fertilizing like Every racially ambiguous on purpose, model in to him. right, right, and mm. I just and that whole situation. And I buy it. Like I'm sure you are doing this on purpose because it makes no sense otherwise for you to have four or five children in one fucking calendar year. Like, are you goddamn kidding me? That literally makes no sense.
1: Something about the pandemic struck Nick Cannon. Yes, at the core, that literally, said, it did. <laughs> life is short. <laughs> So not only do you need... You need to be firing that cannon off everywhere yep. you go. Mm-hmm. Make the world half cannon. Because we're at the end of times. So you need to build an army. That's what I've gathered from this. That Nick Cannon has intentionally decided to build a team of warriors mm-hmm. in his name. Yep, And that's the mission. And honey, if you are paying for him, kissing them on the cheek... And not teaching them to aid Jews, I
0: don't care. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like... Oh, I don't... The fact that Nick Cannon was like, yeah, none of this is an accident and I am having all these children on purpose and, you know, blah, 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 whatever, like, bullshit-ass explanation. Like, the thing is, like, children don't deserve to be brought into the world because of your own like ridiculous ass reasons about your legacy or your progeny or like what people will say about you after you're gone. Like these are individual humans who can be their own selves and there's no guarantee that they are going to do whatever you think their purpose is for like living on this earth. So that to me, that was where I was just like, so you're bringing all these completely innocent souls into your shit to, like, fulfill some responsibility that you don't even anticipate, like, being here to control? How is this their business? Like, I don't understand. I just completely don't understand this nigga's, like, the thought process behind this. You could have just said, I like having sex and I don't like using condoms, and that would have made more sense to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right.
0: But that's Nick Cannon, you know? Right? Like, I feel for Mariah. I feel like some of this has to be embarrassing, but, you know. For, as, oh, she's fine. I mean, right. She's fine. And so, you know, and let me good you luck something. to everybody else.
1: What you're not ever going to do is cross. First of all, to get to Mariah, you have to get through Moroccan. <laughs> and that's just a boss that you're never going to And get. it
0: won't happen.
1: It's never going to happen.
0: Because when y'all ever. tried to halfway come for his mama on TikTok, he said, Let me explain something to y'all. Like, my mom is my mom. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> they weren't coming for his mama, they were coming for him. <laughs> and he said, Girl, let me tell you something. But
0: they brought her into it.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. They did. They were like, Oh, because she's going to have to sit. And he was like, I'm sorry. You don't know Mariah Carey. I know that you want to. <laughs> he <laughs> Who doesn't? did. He did. He said, like, guys, let me explain
0: something to you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this nigga is eight. He-
1: never met her. You don't know her. You're never gonna um get over
0: it. The frankly. way he and was also breaking mind your business. It down. business. Like, he literally broke it down for niggas. He was like, No, you guys, you guys, like don't I hate to absolutely
1: roll you the way that I am right now, but You left me no choice. I don't know what to tell you. He's like,
0: no, at some point we made a wrong turn here. And you guys thought that like me saying something meant that you could say something about my mom. And that's not the case. Like,
1: It's incorrect.
0: Please understand that like my mom knows what I'm doing and she's chill and she's cool. And she would never take away my ability to do this because like me and my mom on the same page. And you guys are the outsiders. So like, please don't ever insinuate that like my mom knows Or, you know, something about me that my mom does not or like you understand me in a way that she doesn't like don't misunderstand what we have going on here. And I I literally scream because that little boy, like he was not having none of the bullshit when it came to Mariah at all, period. So, you know, they'll be just fine. But Nick is doing the most with the least. (laughs) As niggas tend to do
1: love summer can't wait to hear the new music i've listened to this I, when i saw this i'm so toxic I'm like terrible <laughs> you
0: people. are it's you're toxic
1: like... talking about her damn album <laughs> Ooh, can't wait i mean she has a song called i'll kill you you mean i don't want to hear do you think i want to hear what the fuck this bitch has come to? of course you oh, never the, heard of the, really?
0: oh no i haven't but you know i don't it's a Great song. i really don't listen to the super emotional stuff because like i'm simply not gonna do i'm not gonna get I mean, that worked up about you <laughs> it's not in my dna to do that i'm it's vibey it's not all super emotional our music no i mean like lyrically is it lyrically or oh, emotional? No. Because I'm not gonna No do all no that. no. Okay.
1: I'll kill you as her and Janae.
0: Oh. Oh I need to hear it. Oh no, I have heard this. Okay, yes
1: yeah yes I'll I have okay yes you.
0: yes. see I won't do that not either one <laughs>
1: yeah I know that you we don't have to always relate bitch <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the music out. that's what I was trying to tell you like <laughs> cause let me tell you where I'm not going for you bitch ever in my life hell and one of them places bitch. bitch you like if I go to Publix for your motherfucking ass nigger fuck you
0: listen this song might as well be about the goddamn bodega cause what I'm not gonna finna- do bitch what I am not finna do you like if I run the fucking
1: Kinkos for you, bitch? Eternal oh wait, you, why would you need a Kinkos? <laughs> what do you do? What do you need to print, bitch?
0: Oh no, Mm-mm. eternal damnation or being held in white people's captivity? Gosh, I'm
1: not running to the mailbox for you, bitch. <laughs> These niggas could never be that lucky. Right. Go to hell or a jail, bitch. <laughs> but I like the song. I love it. It's great. Good I just,
0: I figured, you know, for those of you who are attracted to cisgender men exclusively, I figured that's your own hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's your hell.
1: Where you'll go. That's not really my. <laughs> you know what my hell is. Yes. No. This is well. Okay. Her <laughs> has announced that she's releasing a reggae album. <laughs> good. Good for her. Yeah.
0: I guess Is it? I mean, I don't really know her background. Is it good for her?
1: It isn't. No.
0: Oh, damn. Okay.
1: Yeah, I Googled. Oh, okay. Because I was... Confused? I was confused, concerned, Oh, curious. no. Okay. Lots of Cs. Yikes. You know, we don't... Gabriella still hasn't taken the glasses off. What do we know about her?
0: <laughs> Not much, honestly, because I don't Google.
1: That's the gist. I don't Google yeah, no, these right.
0: artists, these newer artists. But you know, I've just enjoyed the stuff that she's put out for the most part. So I continue <laughs> to like support and be a fan. I don't know what about this. Says extra. that her
1: mama is Filipina and her daddy is Black American. Um, so I was about to
0: say, I've been knowing that. <laughs> she does not make that a secret at all that is a very well known fact what are we
1: so she really likes rasta pasta
0: <laughs> I mean and rasta pasta is good even when niggas get heavy handed with the parsley it's still good so
1: cause what are you do- What we don't that's not we no don't need these little greens
0: especially that dried parsley flakes that you got out of that container please we don't it's adding presentation nothing. is very
1: important <laughs> Golden Girls. Golden.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: Her says that she's working on a, prog- a reggae project for a while and that she fell in love with Caribbean music when she moved to New York. Oh, shit. Um, and that she got into dance hall and uptown, uptempo club records and shit when she came up here. Oh, no. And she's been a huge fan of reggae ever since she was a kid, and so she's dedicated apparently a full project to it.
0: Well, I hope it's all like written and produced by like actual reggae uh, musicians. I I do. And I hope that like it's just her voice on the music created by these people. Because at first I thought, I mean, I always knew one of her parents was Filipino. So I just thought the other one was perhaps Jamaican or Trinidadian, something like that. But to hear that the other parent is black American, I'm just like, oh, so you moved to New York and discovered this music, like and now she you're just a good sing, mm,
1: yeah. yeah. I think she's from California. So. I mean, Oof. and
0: I feel you as somebody from Oklahoma, I did not understand especially like black Caribbean lifestyle or really anything other you than You black- judge
1: Jamaican food on golden crust. Right. For like four, and years. I was
0: like, "Fuck Jamaican food, y'all got me." We had to go to up. Canada. We did. We did. For you to understand did. that
1: Jamaican food is good, because you judged yes, all of our I food off, off of golden off Crest. Of fucking Montego I McDonald's. I did.
0: Yes. Wow. And see, but I've healed. I'm not bitter. See, but in Oklahoma, first of all, there is none of that. Period. So it's not even a conversation. Of course, there is.
1: Yeah. Y'all so when I move here, people.
0: and my job is like, yeah, we got free golden crust, and everybody's like, oh my god, this the like Jamaicans are eating it. I'm like, okay, but you know, not real ones. I have learned, and I'm, honestly, when you compare it to McDonald's, it makes it. About them, so. It makes it a lot more. <laughs>
1: Not a project.
0: I understand a lot more and when y'all it. it. To, when y'all compare it to McDonald's, I really be understanding because I'm like, okay, please don't compare American food to like that bullshit, or like, at least not Black American food. But anyway, what was we talking about? What was the story about?
1: Talking about her and yes, Disney, her and how so you hope that she yes. collaborates
0: with the girls. Yes, because I was hoping that like at least one of her parents was from a country that you know, produces reggae organically. But knowing that she's Black American, now I'm just hoping that the producers and the writers are primarily like stars or at least, you know, musicians of the genre and they are the ones driving the project, kind of like Beyonce with Black is King.
1: Mm. I hope it just doesn't come out I oh hope that God. that she cancels it and that it never sees the light of day and that we never have to ever hear about this again. That we can pretend that this wasn't an idea and that it doesn't happen. Because when I heard that ACR was making a reggae oh album, God. I said W H Y. That's what I said. I said F O H. That was my acronym for the reaction to this. We don't need it. It's fine. And the gag for me is that like she has a song called Do It to Me. Do to me. Do it to me. Oh my she has a song God. that's like a reggae song very clearly even I think the single has like Rastafarian colors on it and everything and I was like oh yes okay give me a little infusion a little vibe a little steel drum or whatever I'm okay with that but a whole project mama so you can come and scoop up somebody else's Grammy right I'm good thank Mm. you I'm fine I don't need it I'm really okay. Yes, Jamaican food is so delicious and sometimes you have to go where actual <laughs> Jamaicans are to get it and experience it. But I don't I don't need for you to be Shenzia. Goodbye.
0: Okay. I don't even know that reference, which will just, I'm sure, like You're really lost. reinforce my black Americanness here. And specifically like a nigga who grew up in Oklahoma, okay? The access was limited. But Yeah, I'm not before- <laughs> I just <laughs> The fact that you were like, immediately, leave me the fuck out of it. I don't want anything. (laughs) And I mean, and I get that. I do. I was just trying to make it make sense in my head because that is my my default setting. I really want things to make sense. So I'm looking for logical explanations. But (sighs) yeah, you know, I guess the rest of us will see. And I'll let you know if I think it's something you should listen to. (laughs) Even though I have the feeling already that the answer to that is going to be no. Mm. I just, I can tell by your face that the answer to that is going to be no.
1: (laughs) I'm going to let you guys uh, go ahead and inform me on whatever that is uh, supposed to be given. Yeah. Because it's giving, like...
0: It's a no, I think, for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's giving me, like... Bruno Mars of the West.
0: See, I thought that you were going to say that, but what if she like includes, what if it's like your absolute reggae faves? Mm -mm. Are like, we produced this track, we wrote it. Do
1: that on one song. We
0: mastered it. Do that
1: on two songs. Uh, Even Rihanna doesn't have a full ass reggae album yet, unless you count the first one, which was like, eh. Okay. Ish. (laughs) Okay. Like, can Rihanna, what is it? Is that with like, i doubt- I don't doubt it will be good music because her plays like eight hundred instruments, she has a beautiful voice, mm-hmm. um she knows music, so I think it'll be good music, but I'm just like, why do you need to make a reggae album right like, i I liked you making a couple of reggae songs, but being like, I'm gonna make a whole album, yeah. to me as a person from an island mm-hmm. where reggae was birthed. <laughs> I don't <laughs> really, yeah. You know, but yeah,
0: I do. I I completely get it. Like, it's not my cultural music, so I. It just fully reminds me of when I, I'm you. sorry.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of when I was in middle school, and they had like the the cafeteria had like a um. Or was I in high? I don't, yeah, I think it was middle school. The cafeteria had ju- quote unquote Jamaican patties. No. But they were in like one of those ovens that you would see in like 7 Eleven where they just like those heaters. Oh, no. That are behind the counter where yeah. like the hot dogs or whatever roll just like to keep a little ghetto rotisserie. And you just know that they're growing collins. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just know that they're in there Because that hot dog has and been was...
0: in there for at least 72 Weeks. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That hot dog is definitely growing organisms on the inside. But y'all are going to buy <laughs> it for 79 cents.
1: Yes. The girls in middle school used to buy them up all the time. Oh, my God. I love the Jamaican patties. And I remember being like 12 and be like, stop calling that a Jamaican patty. I don't care if you Period. call it a patty. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with Jamaica. And the next time you do it, I'm taking your two front know, yeah. be That's what all you're going to want for Christmas. Yeah what's the next story um speaking of losing your two front two trick daddy almost did because he tried the fuck out of the wrong one did you hear about this
0: I did and I really wonder why your play uncle cannot get it together Not what I mean come
1: on I've completely
0: yo play step daddy <laughs>
1: Yeah, fine. I'm (laughs) in My truth. Whatever.
0: I'm just saying, like, I added play in there because he's real touch and go. Like... I don't care.
1: I think I've said it before. My theory is that this nigga developed lupus and gained weight and beat himself up and probably went into a really deep, dark depression where he started to really gain a lot of insecurities about himself. And now he projects those insecurities on everybody the fuck else because he acts weird mm-hmm. and he throws tantrums randomly at out of nowhere. He did it to Joy. He <laughs> did it to Trina. He usually does it to women. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But... It just comes out of absolutely nowhere. But at the same time, this story just is like peak nigger. It don't even feel like it's specific to Trick Yeah.
0: Um You're right about that. This is more niggerish than anything else.
1: Yeah, than anything else. Um, however, um, you know, he tried Beyonce and here we go on the slow fall. Here uh, here we are now <laughs> in July. And uh Trick Daddy was apparently outside of a club on this past Saturday night saw some girls I guess he found attractive, paid the $20 entry fee for them to get in. Oh, God. Everyone went on about their business partying. And then I guess when the club, when the party was over, and Trick spotted the girl that he liked outside again, he tried to pull up on her. Mama was drunk and was trying to go home and was not into him like that. Mm -hmm. And that's when things got more aggressive than they needed to, because this nigga should have just taken his ass off. Yeah,
0: because like... (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, um, so we have a clip from the girl posted with the caption that says, Trig tried me with four E's. And then it shows, um, him approaching her, walking after her. She's very clearly drunk. He's probably too. Right. But you can hear him saying something to her to the effect of like, you know, you not don't try me like I'm one of these fuck niggas or play me like I'm one of these fuck niggas. He said to her, "Um, put your hand in front of me in front of these police if you want to I'll knock you out." And then says to yeah. her, "I was try That's what, right?" And then he says to her, "I was trying to give you a compliment." Mind you, she's oh, walking away god. from him oh my god she's walking away from him he's following her he's touching her trying to like get in her ear to say I was trying to pay you a compliment she was like what compliment and so <laughs> exactly
0: like I heard the basics I here all this
1: yikes he's like I don't play don't try me all of this really like antagonistic shit and that's when things like really got physical she swung at him and missed and that's kind of oh, where the clip god. that I saw um ended i don't think he's responded or talked about it since or whatever of course she got like a four or five tweet thread um but you know she says basically fuck trick daddy i didn't need him to pay my way into the club but thanks and the only thing i'm mad about is missing when i swing at him
0: uh, i know that's right. um <laughs> what a mood i hate when i swing at a nigga for real and miss that is the worst feeling
1: she said it's literally no missing part of the story a nigga paid my way watched me the whole time in the fucking club and when we left expected something in return and i was nowhere near this bitch in the club he was watching a bitch from the other side so it's like can this just be a lesson that because you make a monetary advance
2: mm-hmm.
1: on someone that you're interested in, regardless of gender. But this you si- typically seems to be an issue with cis men and cis women. Just because you make an advance on someone that has like some coins attached to it doesn't mean that they owe you anything. It just doesn't. And you're going to, you know, put your foot in your mouth a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: When you continue to assume that you thought, first of all, if the entry was twenty dollars, trick you spent what hundred dollars, baby, to get all of these girls into the club?
0: Perhaps, maybe.
1: So, if the party was over and and Mama wanted to go home and wasn't interested, why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you just get in your car, yep. Uber, eat something, or yep. Postmates it, and then and and grub your way to bed? Because
0: you're spending more than hundred dollars on a bottle. So please, way more. Keep the bullshit about, like, you paid for her to get in, so blah, blah, blah. That literally is not a thing. Hell, in Miami Park, it was probably more than $20. Exactly. Like, you can't convince me that, like, he paid her way to get in, therefore she owed him something. Like, no. <laughs> you cannot convince me of that. I'm sorry. I don't care if he bought hella bottles for the whole table all night long. It does not make a difference.
1: And I don't understand why the fuck he got, like... Who are these niggas, these guys that are standing around watching this happen and not de-escalating it? You got a nigga right standing right next to him with a smile on his face as this is happening. What are y'all doing?
0: Are these niggas also under the influence? Maybe. Or but it do they matter. just not give a fuck about women? It could be both.
1: I'm assuming it is a strong, yeah. saturated vote. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on, saturated. <laughs> Yes, like, so like get through go to and through
1: therapy. Talk to someone, talk to talk work it out.
0: TV. niggas Please work it, it out. Me? Yes, sorry, N- no, like but figure it out for real. Like, yeah, go for Fine, sit with sorry. what you do and ask yourself why you do it. That's a valuable exercise. Free tip, mm.
1: um, juvenile and Manny Fresh have returned with a new take on
0: a classic. They've <laughs> remixed <laughs> This showed up in my iMessages way too many times.
1: <laughs> they remixed the national anthem back that asset um for a modern day take yeah. on what's going on lately. Um vax that thing Up, Yeah. or vax that asset yeah. as I like to call her. Same. Um, is today's, um, Fauci approved remix?
0: <laughs> Please shut up.
1: <laughs> Presented by an app called Black.
0: Yeah, it's a black dating app.
1: So the black dating app <laughs> that was like, hey girls, if y'all want to be fucking again and so stuff, you're probably going to need to get vaccinated so we don't all die. So they did the right thing, which is reached out mm-hmm. to some influential niggas. Yep to do what needs to be done to get you guys to go out and get your vaccines. Um, Apparently, some of y'all didn't like this.
0: I mean, I did not like it, but also I could not stop listening to it. (laughs) No, it's terrible. It's a terrible song, but it is iconic. (laughs)
1: I loved it. I have shaken my ass to this remix. So I Oh
0: no. It's so bad. But I cannot it's awful, stop playing but it's like, it. I cannot stop playing it. It's it is so bad that it's good. It? What's bad about it? Um, okay. Probably the same things that everybody else hates about it, but we love it anyway because nostalgia and, you know, vaccine. But like lyrically it's terrible. This um
1: You don't like you're a handsome you're
0: a handsome little fella You're a handsome young fella better back that vax that thing up like I loved it. That's very bad. But you know, also the original is extremely misogynistic and I still love it. So, you know, you take that with a grain of salt. So you take you take it because you know that's how I grew up. That's my nature. So
1: well, I was incredibly taken aback, super shocked and enjoyed it the, at the very same time. I mean, I, I
0: did. It. I enjoyed it, but I knew immediately that it was terrible.
1: Wow, Manny Fresh is an age. <laughs> um, well, Juvenile responded to, to to y'all, and he said, to each his own. Yeah, Do what's best for you. Exactly. And your life, no matter what's being said or done. Me, Manny Fresh... The Mama Mia X, who is also correct, Mia X was
0: part of this uh, experiment.
1: The Vax That Thing Up remix, which I also super loved, and Meet Black, the um Vault, taking over for the 99 in 2000s hashtag Vax That Thing, yeah, syringe emoji. Um, I love this so great, Mia X juvenile, Manny Fresh. Coming Together for the '99 9 the 2000, and Herd Immunity.
0: Okay. So I don't disagree. Our herd
1: Community.
0: Oh, oh, That's very cute. I just, you know, as somebody who literally, I'm class of 2000. This is literally my class song. Back That yeah. Ass Up is my class song. We that's voted powerful. on it. That is my class song. When they said that, for the nine nine and the two thousand, we were seniors in the nine nine and the two thousand. Shit was fucking lit, nigga. Like
1: I'm jealous. I'm actually. just
0: saying, like it was an incredible time to graduate from high school. Shout out I
1: think we had knock a few buck, but I
0: mean, like- I mean, and that's fine, but like back that ass up mm-hmm. was a moment. Back that ass up was <laughs> it just has a special place in my yeah. heart. So you have to understand <laughs> that I'm going to be harsh about any iteration of back that ass up because of what it means to me. So this is awful. It is. It's not good. But I'm glad oh, these no. niggas got their money. And I'm glad that it's got some of y'all thinking about the vaccine past no, like what you saw on Facebook. Somebody <laughs> yeah, right. at, at least two niggas are thinking twice about the vaccine. <laughs> and well, I and I will yeah. take it. <laughs> I mean that's just math. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> i will take it because a lot yeah. of y'all are like falling for trump bullshit and i just want y'all hmm. to not do that but you know other than that i can i can say that it was awful and also that i enjoyed it because of what this song means to me i enjoyed it but it is not good
1: yeah it's absolutely a cash grab <laughs> it's very very cheesy it is a cash
0: grab the yes. lyrical
1: adjustment is ridiculous but at the same time a a bro. that beat is always going to be great I love the inclusion of the niggas uh, yeah, who are handsome you a handsome young I think brother. at one point he says you're a decent looking nigger or something like that I don't know <laughs> all of that i just love it it's terrible in the most amazing way and i want it in my veins
0: yeah um i agree
1: <laughs> Lil wayne apparently didn't t- partake apparently he
0: oh god don't don't maybe trump
1: asked him not to I don't <gasps> know.
0: did you see him on queen radio queen instagram radio
1: Queen IG, yeah, where he was talking about sex positions. I did, I
0: watched it. I didn't know you watched it too. Yes, I sure did. No, I saw clips. Oh, I did not watch it. Okay, I watched it live. (laughs) I was in, of course, I know. No, I I was logged in with the rest of the barbs. (laughs) We had work to do, yes, the rest of that's right. Exactly, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we had work to do.
1: I know it, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, he was definitely there talking about his favorite position and being on top and still not caring for his dreads. And I was like, I definitely did don't care. I did the, oh, if it was Lil Nas X. Because that Mm. man couldn't kiss somebody in the mouth on BET. But here we have people that you know kids are watching. Right. Graphically talking about fucking. And for the record, I don't care. Was not offended. Don't give a shit how many dicks, clits, or whatever the fuck they talk about on Instagram Live or wherever the fuck else. But I just didn't hear anybody bent up in arms or whatever the fuck. And you know that both the barbs... And the the codings the, <laughs> the the Louisianas styrofoans. yeah the Louisianas whatever <laughs> they both sides have fans of the age of twelve so I just I peeped that but that's not what this is about okay um also on Nikki's live she talks about a new song that she has out with rapper Bia and during that moment. Apparently she got a text from one Aubrey Graham who mentioned Bia being fine. And of course, Nikki of course. had to mention it online mm-hmm. um, and told him to skedaddle back to his big booty ting, which I guess, you know, it's not just her. Um, <laughs> but to skedaddle back to his big booty thing and um and to leave Bia the fuck alone or whatever. And Mere hours later, we had helicopter footage of, of Drake Shut on a private, up. on a date. Listen, the Dodgers, which is a, an American baseball <laughs> team, they play for the Major League of Baseball.
0: Oh, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, I swear. They were away playing the Marlins, who play for Florida. Oh, Miami. okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. thank you. Marlins? Florida Marlins? What? What? Whatever. They were playing... They <laughs> were away. And so Drizzy was like, hey, let me take my big booty thing on a date. And so they got a little IKEA table out here. Oh, no, this is not IKEA. This is West Elm, darling. Oh,
0: okay. They
1: got a little Get West right. Elm table out here on the stadium with, you know, charcuterie or whatever. And then... In a clip of them on the date, it looked like he was getting dragged. Like, oh god! Because some weirdo from ABC7 posted talking about some Drake on a date randomly just flew over this cozy couple enjoying a private oh dinner god. along the third baseline at an empty Dodger Stadium. Of course, and then tagged him or whatever the in it. Is. And but like the video. Mama was clearing his ass. Now, I don't know if she was talking about <laughs> Bia, Mia, Shia, or Dia, but she was clearing whichever it. Bitch. Like, whichever one of the Tia, Tamara, I don't know who the fuck All is. Calling them w- house. Who she was, but she was clearing his ass and he was sitting there taking it. And then it was like simultaneously, they both peeped the helicopter and then we were like, oh. Mm,
0: um, yeah. Perhaps we should.
1: Never mind. I guess it's, this is not a private
0: dinner. <laughs> You're right. We have forgot for a second. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But apparently this big booty ting is also the mother of Amari Bailey, who um, is a promising young basketball uh, player who attends Sierra Canyon. Oh, Yes. And his teammates with LeBron James's son, right? Everyone knows that Drake and LeBron are good pals and friends. Yeah. So the girls thought that Arby was pulling up to the games to support Bronny mm-hmm. and be friends with LeBron James, but in fact, yes, he's over there milking it out.
0: And that makes a lot more sense.
1: <laughs> that makes way more sense. Fuck y'all talking about all this
0: ass I didn't right. any one of these games? Are you kidding? Me? So, of course, you're going to go sit with LeBron and make it look like you're supporting your friend or whatever. But, of course, you are there for the big booty, light-skinned girl. I
1: cannot believe this girl has a, a son that old. What is yeah, he, like, no. 17? She looks,
0: I mean... She looks younger than him. Right. She looks really good and she looks like she takes good care of herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... I'm happy for her. I really am. I hope that she's feeling well, and I hope that she's getting everything she deserves out of this whatever that she has with Drake. But I loved every moment of Nikki's live. I mean, every moment that I stayed awake for. For And so (laughs) you can't say anything to me about one Nicholas J. Mirage, period. But that's not. It doesn't matter. You know who I'm talking about. And that's that on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. It was.
1: Yeah. I had one more, which was that Meek Mill and, and Travis Scott got into it at that same Hamptons party where Lou Zivert was doing backflips and dancing. Like he was in house party Four, like, he didn't just punch, what? The, uh, punch a woman in the face. This is the one yeah, story I didn't hear the, about. <laughs> yeah. Meek Mill and Travis Scott got, got into a screaming match at, Michael Rubens Hampton's party July 4.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Apparently didn't get actually physical, but it was plenty verbal. There's video of it if you want to go and track it down, but it's really just Meek Mill screaming at security and surrounding people. Oh, my God. And what looks like a driveway or something like that. So, have at it. I watched it and I was like, don't we have, like, two more Rolling Louds to go this year? <laughs> That's not the time for <laughs> beef. Like, and let's just all be calm.
0: I mean, especially... You know what? No, you're just right. I <laughs> I wish I had seen this before right now, but now that you've given me the details, I'm not surprised that this is a thing. Like, mm. no, not at all.
1: And There's not even any idea what they were arguing about. No one even knows.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this is very Meek Millish, so <laughs> I'm going to wait for the audio to come out. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away.
1: So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a period situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Okay, that's it for the Hot Tops this week. And it is time for your letters.
0: Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita.gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. So we have an update, actually, from Simone, who wrote us talking about the incident a couple of years ago where her ex-wife and their like mutual girlfriend made a sex tape. And it was like right after she had death in the family. So she was really struggling. And so she wrote us with an update then. And so... Now she's saying, I wanted to start by thanking y'all and saying that y'all were definitely right. I needed to set boundaries immediately with my ex-wife. And so I did. I decided to stop responding to her texts and true to her fashion, she started getting passive aggressive. So I blocked her number. Everything was all good till she decided to email me. Needless, Needless to say, I deleted that message and I swiftly blocked her. Therapy and listening to y'all has truly opened my eyes to the mess that I was letting slide. My therapist said I have a tendency to give grace to those who don't deserve it. So I'm still working on changing that. Thanks for all you do and being a part of helping me find my happiness again. Love you both. Thanks, Simone.
1: Well, shout out to you, Simone. I'm glad to hear that. I can't help but think of the... <laughs> recent winner of drag race when I hear that name now. Um, but that's because I'm a queen that loves drag race. You're right. But at the same time, I am glad to hear that shit. Of course, you know, this nigga was passive aggressive and weird after it happened. But that lets you know everything you need to know.
0: Yeah. It does. And um clearly you were right in deciding to take care of yourself first and foremost. You don't owe the woman who like betrayed you any fucking thing. So Go ahead and take care of yourself. Enjoy thriving. Um, Our first letter this week comes from Harlow, who says, "Okay, here's the deal. I love my boyfriend, but I'm no longer physically attracted to him.
2: Oh, God.
0: I don't know why or what changed, but I'm just not into him anymore. And I'm really not sure what to do about that. How do I break this news to my boyfriend without hurting his feelings? Our relationship recently switched to a temporary long-distance situation, so I'm not sure if maybe that is affecting my feelings. But do y'all think that I should keep this to myself and hope things change when we're in the same city again? Or should I say something about it? He hasn't done anything wrong, and I really do love him. I feel totally stuck. What do I do? Thanks, Harlow.
1: Wait, 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 did Harlow
0: specify what it is physically? No, she just said that all of a sudden she is no longer like physically attracted to him. Not that anything about him changed, but
1: she's just not into it. I
0: mean, and suddenly they're long distance. And I guess since he hasn't been around, maybe she's lost interest. So I'm not sure if that's like really a thing, but it is a temporary long distance situation, meaning they will be re- reunited within a certain amount of time.
2: Hmm.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, I guess that if
1: you will be seeing each other at some point soon, then what might be the harm in just seeing mm-hmm. what happens when you guys are together again in person yep. and what the vibes are like, and then maybe deciding. Um, It might be easy to feel less of a connection with someone when you're not connected physically anymore. Right. Um, And all you really have to go off is pictures and video maybe if you even have that and whatever else. So I don't know. I think the vote, if everything else seems to be on the up and up, I think I would just give it another in-person try. And if you're still not feeling it, then I think it's perfectly okay to end it and obviously that's not like a fun or easy thing to Mm
2: -hmm.
1: to end it on but it also doesn't make you the fucking scum of the earth or or you know the spawn of satan uh yeah if you're just not feeling it i don't think you have to be like hey i i You know, the mere side of you makes me want to throw up. No. So let's (laughs) work out. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can word it in a way that's not, you know, incredibly hurtful. Um, It doesn't even have to mention attraction or lack thereof. Right. Specifically. Um, But yeah, that's my
0: thought. I mean, I agree. I think you don't have to say, listen, the problem is that I no longer want to fuck you. Like, that seems... I I kind of, like, believe that, like, if it's not something a person is actually capable of changing, then there's no point of, like, rubbing it in, so to say. Like, I think Mm -hmm. you can just say, um, I think the whole thing about, like, trying out another in-person session, seeing if, like, maybe your feelings are affected by the distance part of this, um, regardless, I suggest talking to a therapist, um, or y'all seeing a couples therapist, um, if this is like a relationship that y'all both really want to invest in. But um yeah, I would, I, I think like I agree with this, the same thing that Kier Fury said. I would just say that like there is no real way to break up with somebody without hurting their feelings. So yeah, no. you have to get past the idea that you can do this without them being upset at you. That's just not feasible like if a person wants the relation relationship to continue and you don't one of you is going to be upset period it's just about how you handle those feelings on both sides so like I would if I were you I would just really get acclimated to the idea of like accepting that he's not going to want to hear that I don't want to continue this relationship and being brave enough to say it anyway Because if y'all are like together in person, you still feel like this deep unattraction to this man. Then I think it's time to like be real about it. But if all of a sudden your feelings come rushing back and everything is great, then maybe it's the distance and y'all can talk about it and like work out something that works for y'all. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. But just know that there's no if there was like an easy way to do it, the niggas would never ghost. People ghost because they're scared of handling other people's emotional reactions.
1: Oh, my gosh. Why don't you just preach?
0: <laughs> <laughs> People ghost. I get that y'all are going to give me all your reasons. And I'm not talking about abuse or like severe situations like that. So right, please keep it right. if that's yes. what you're about to say. But the yes, rest of please. you niggas ghost because y'all don't want to have to handle somebody else's emotional reaction. Oh, my God. Or you're trying to like... Hurt them before they get the chance to hurt you, and either way, it's hashtag trauma, and you need to see somebody.
1: A nigga once told me, "I what was it? I was a af- no. Was it I was afraid?
0: Oh my god! What was? Don't it? get me started on the things niggas have told me after I broke up with them that all of a sudden I was supposed to this, you know take to heart. It was it it
1: it broke my heart to. All right. Oh my God, I wish I could remember how it was worded. It was so I'm sure stupid. it was them, yep. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it was something along the lines of like, I was afraid to break your heart or I didn't oh, want to <laughs> like I didn't know how to break your heart or something like that. Yeah, okay. And I was like, so you felt like lying and extending the, yep. the heartbreaking thing?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You felt like adding... Uh distrust onto the actual I thought that would be fun. Great
0: plan. Yep.
1: Great plan.
0: (laughs) I thought the best possible idea was that like I just you know, completely fuck with your ability to trust me. I thought that would be the best way to do this going forward.
1: But yeah, that's you're you're so correct. Like niggas people, people, yep, specifically all genders really (laughs) have um, I mean, niggas genderless, but you know, most of the time people think we talk about men.
0: I mean, and most of the time we are. Yeah, and most of the time we are
1: right. Um, but like, people are not very good at, um, you know, dealing with the result of hurting someone, and and really having to like live with with whatever that is, and see themselves through the consequences of that it's and it's Mm -hmm. hard yeah it's hard even if the reason that they're hurt is not because you did something evil you know like right you could break up because you have to like i don't know move away anything
0: yeah (laughs) it could could, i mean literally it could be because you have to move away and y'all know you can't handle long distance Mm-hmm. It could be because one of y'all is not ready to confront your family about their homophobia and the other one is not ready to go back in the closet. It could be anything. Like, there, there's a trillion different reasons why y'all might not work out.
1: Yeah. And it's not going to, like, stop the experience from being quite miserable. Right. Uh, Breakups
0: are so, terrible, period. Whether you initiate or whether you're on the other of- end. It's actually terrible it's, to break up with somebody you care about. Ask me how I know.
1: And it's like <laughs> it's like winning the fucking lottery, I feel like, to break up. And it's like,
0: all right, cool. Like a mutual yeah. agreement on a breakup. Yeah. I've never had, had it. Amicable <laughs>
1: I've never just, had like, that. Respect extended on both sides. Never.
0: Like, I've never been through it. that.
1: I wish you well. <laughs> never. Like,
0: Not a single one of them hoes let me
1: go peacefully. Not one. (laughs) Even if it's not giving daytime talk, even if it's not giving (sighs) Mari, even if it's not giving divorce court, it can still be hard, very difficult, very emotional, very ugly sometimes. Right. So... You got to just get over that hump of like, oh, this is going to suck. Not just for that person, but more so it's going to suck for me because I don't like this. It's going to make me uncomfortable. Such is <laughs> so life. Suck it up. Do it. Say what needs to be said. And move the fuck forward.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree. Best of luck to you, girl. Let us know how it goes. Our last letter comes from Kiara who says, I started dating a guy seven months ago and overall things are going well. He has two kids and got divorced two years ago And he doesn't have the best relationship with his ex-wife, although they are co-parenting. When we first started dating, I told him I wanted to be respectful and to let me know what was best as far as being around his kids. Since the kids primarily live with him, he had me around them from the start. So I assumed everything was all good. A month into dating, I got a DM from his ex-wife introducing herself and saying that she supported our relationship and wanted to meet me. It was very friendly, but it felt a little premature since we had only been dating for a month and she put a whole bunch of hearts and smiley face emojis all in that shit. So it felt a little over the top. When I mentioned this to my boyfriend, he had no idea that she was planning out to reach me. I sent her a friendly but brief response and said, of course, we can connect at some point. A few weeks later, my boyfriend forwarded me an email. She sent him going off about having me around the kids. She said that he should have told her about it in advance, which I do not disagree with. And then she started to mention my name several times throughout the email, saying that if I was a mother, I would understand these things. But since I don't have kids, I don't know how hard it is for her to share her kids with another woman. And I don't get it. That was particularly hard for me to read because in no way have I crossed any lines with the kids acting like I was their mom. I've just been friendly and minding my business. And number two, I have always wanted a family family. And not being a mother yet, while most of my friends are, has been a source of disappointment and pain for me. She had no way of knowing that, but it still really hurt. Now, months later, my boyfriend wants me to meet up with her and I want to do what is best and most mature. But I also feel like she's fake for sending me that DM and then talking shit about me in the email. Plus, I don't think my boyfriend ever, ch- ever checked her or set any boundaries about leaving my name out her mouth, even though I definitely asked him to do it. I know if we're going to have a serious relationship, the best thing is to be cordial. I do feel uncomfortable meeting her though, even though I don't want to seem like I'm avoiding her. The situation that they have is definitely not ideal, but the kids have special needs. So this is not a typical situation. My boyfriend and I spend most of our time together at my place because even when his ex-wife is not his house, I don't really feel comfortable there because her laundry is in the dryer. Her lipstick is on the coffee cup, stuff like that. What do y'all think is the best way for me to meet my partner's ex? And how should I interact with her? Thanks for reading. Love, Kiara.
1: Oh, I, was just, I was literally about to say, do you have to? But I guess you do. huh?
0: I mean, she can always break up with him, but I think she really likes this man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, assuming you're staying. Yeah, yeah, no. Then
0: you're going to have to meet the baby mama you are. I mean, and she's always there anyway, so y'all are definitely going to have to be cordial. Yeah.
1: How should you act? I mean, I feel like this is a situation where I would say little to nothing. What are you supposed to... Are y'all supposed to, like, Play spades or four well, <laughs> people for that. But do you what I don't know really what exactly is like required of you. Cordial to me is like
0: oh hello. Yeah. Nice to, oh, goodbye. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Like
1: And I don't really find that difficult. So I've never I feel like I don't really struggle with this too much because to me, like hello and goodbye is is not that right you know crazy or difficult or whatnot but at the same time this is a bit different and like it's not going to be as easy as like a hello and goodbye it's not like this woman is you know going to be a co-worker at like you know on wing wednesday or whatever like, right this is <laughs> someone that you're probably going to be in more rooms with right um, auntie's Aunties are going to expect all y'all to make potato salad together or some shit. I don't fucking know. Whatever fucking soul food. <laughs> <ass garbage. laughs> so, yeah, I think that personally, um, I would expect uh, to do a lot of tongue biting in these earlier uh, stages of y'all sharing the same space. Um, I would... Try to enter again these spaces saying the bare minimum being as respectful as possible mm-hmm. and the reason why i like to do that is because the moment that you slip up and you step on a landmine and i blow your motherfucking ass up i know it's you and not me mm. The moment that you try to bitch, the moment that you do some shit and I get to come in and I get to just snatch your whole shit right from your fucking throat.
0: Right. Not my fault. I mean. That's where I like
1: to (laughs) kind of, you know, that's where I like to look.
0: I mean, and that's honestly not a bad way to look at it if you ask me, because like I, I think you should be like cautious and protective of yourself while also understanding like. This man has two kids with this woman. They were married. You know, they got divorced 2 years ago. Things are certainly going to be complicated at this point, especially if you and he have been dating for 7 months, which means that like this is still all the more recent. Like all this is happening within 5 years of divorce. We don't even know how old these kids are, but um I would say the fact that they're special needs and the wife has to be there all the time means that you're really going to have to get comfortable with her. Like this is not some You know, we have them during the school year and you have them during the summer type of situation. You're really going to have to get used to it. And so your boyfriend is definitely going to have to establish those boundaries that you are insisting upon. You say you don't know if he actually told her, but like that needs to be a non-negotiable for you as far as I'm concerned, because you're the stepmother here, which means that you are the other legal guardian present, but your opinion doesn't matter as much as those other two does. So like you said, you said you've been following your boyfriend's lead this whole time and like keeping your distance, but being respectful and being helpful or whatever else. I would literally continue to do just that and never even attempt to assume any other type of situation unless it came to that. Like I would literally just do what you've been doing. And what I would the one thing I would tweak is like making sure that my man went back and like Even with all three of us present, we can all three have this conversation. Like, I'm happy to sit in the goddamn wings, okay? I don't want the responsibility of being a full parent. Like, that's just me personally. So I'm fine chilling in the fucking background. Like, just let me know where my lane is and where it's not, and I'm fine to exist there. I don't need to be nothing else to nobody. But like, make sure that he establishes to her any issues you have. Let's talk it through. Let's work it out. But like disrespecting disrespecting this woman who didn't do nothing to you and who is nothing but kind to our kids is also not going to work. Like I would make sure that he was playing his role and, you know, just let things unfurl naturally from there. But there's no reason for her to have an issue with you. This whole like, you know, she sent me this overly fake DM and then sent me the email. Honestly, that was probably because she was mad. That her baby daddy had her kids around somebody that she had not met. And you said for yourself, like, I understood why she would be mad at that. Yeah, that's a big thing to be mad at. How you going to have this woman around my children and you don't say nothing to me about it? Don't ask me if I want to meet her or nothing. She just around my kids regularly. Like, I don't know any mother who wouldn't have an attitude with that. So, um, yeah, if I were you, I think that is... The way I would approach the situation and let her feelings for you mellow out naturally, but there's no reason for you to necessarily break up with this man or to go off crazily. Like there's a nice middle ground here, especially if your boyfriend is ready to assume responsibility because this is his business. Like she's the ex-wife, she's the mother of the kids, you're the woman he's dating right now. Like it is his responsibility to facilitate a smooth relationship between the two of you. So let him take on that responsibility.
1: Totally 110,000.
0: <laughs> like we don't <laughs> We don't let men handle that enough. Too many women act like it's their job to make sure the kids know that they're siblings and have a relationship. Like those are all his kids. The one <laughs> DNA they have in common is his. It is his job to make sure those kids know that that's they fucking sister and she cannot be dated. This is his responsibility. Why else have all these fucking children if you can't at least keep track of who belongs to whom? Like, I get it, but these niggas need to take more responsibility and y'all need to ease off on the pressure on yourselves. So, um... Yeah. Great. Yes. Let him handle it, and if he can't handle things with his baby mama at this point, that lets you know that they are still too enmeshed, and you may be needed to di- to divert your feelings elsewhere. If he can stand up to her, that's one thing. But if he can't, then you need to re-evaluate whether this is where you need to be. So. Period.
1: He's the one who needs to be doing that. Period. He's the one who's supposed to be doing that. shit Why are you taking on the Why?
0: emotional labor here? These are not your children. At all. Oh, this is his job. Do he want you around? Then let him act like he wants you around. Hello. All right. I think that is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to Ask. I love a hello and a (laughs) well. I mean, you know, this is just black vernacular. If you know, you know.
1: But yeah. When I was a child in church, well used to send. It still does.
0: I mean, especially don't let a nigga who could sing say well (laughs) because then it
1: turns (laughs) into a run. (laughs) Of course, it has to turn into a run. It's like, yeah. oh, girl, you couldn't just. <laughs> no, they could not. They had to let the full glory of
0: God out.
1: <laughs> I used to stifle laughter. My mama would be like, stu- she still doesn't know why I think it's funny, but <laughs> they used to piss her off. Okay. All right, I'm
0: sorry. All right. Ask the read at gmail.com for your letters. Hey guys,
1: May is mental health awareness month, and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and dime. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show that's talkspace.com slash r-e-a-d code s-p-a-c-e eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show it is now time for the read and i will just start i really have just two small things to say one i saw this clip of course, in Florida, of some random woman who seemed to be pleasuring herself at a bar. What? Um, Yes, out in the open, this seemingly Caucasian woman, she looked kind of white, maybe spicy white, is fully touching herself and quote-unquote squirting all over the the floor at some (laughs) place in front of the bottle service and shit like that. Losing her ever-loving mind. And to this, I say, what are y'all doing? Not even her specifically. I'm talking about bartenders, drug dealers, everyone out there getting people fucked up. What's happening? I don't understand. I refuse to believe it's just something in the water over there in Florida. You motherfuckers need to, like... With great power and great drugs comes great responsibility. (laughs) Y'all bitches need to start, like, really asking yourself some tough questions because nobody should be coming out on the other end of a Punta Cana and then have to deal with Punani problems. I'm so
0: confused. I'm really confused about this. Like, it does not make sense to me. I'm gonna be real. What
1: are you doing? And why did it take her so long to piss all over the goddamn floor before somebody came and grabbed her and took her ass out to the fucking parking lot? What are y'all doing? See, I knew this. I knew that you motherfuckers were gonna spend 11, 12, 13 months or whatever inside in front of your fucking fire stick and then come out and acting like you guys never seen sunlight before. And I'm tired of you weird vampire fuck-ass bitches. Like, this is like, all y'all bitches are fucking strange. I have no more motherfucking, like... uh, um, Well, I barely had any faith in humanity as it was. (laughs) But now, stay the fuck... All you bitches, back up. Back the fuck up. Especially if you in Florida. Last but not least... All of these streaming apps are ghetto. Starting with Paramount Plus, the ghetto of the ghetto. Paramount Plus is some fucking inner city fucking. What was that goddamn? um, (laughs) What was what was? Paramount Plus is some gangsters paradise ass um That's what is the cool movie i don't remember song. what what is the name of the fucking oh, of the dangerous, oh. yes, dangerous, dangerous something minds. <laughs> dangerous mind. Yeah. it is the most fucking lean on me danger and then i just d- jumped to a different film i didn't even paramount plus is the fucking ghetto and it's not just that and I, and and for specificity i'm not talking about the content writers Actors, stylists, crew, uh, showrunners, even steps aside. This ain't about you. I'm talking about all of you, cap, you rich, white, capitalizing ass bastards that had to throw your fucking hat in the ring because Netflix and Hulu was like, oh yeah, we're the girls and we're coming to your award shows now. And you're like, no, 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 they can't do this. Even though you laughed and played in their motherfucking faces and all that stuff. Now everybody and their motherfucking auntie Beth wants to have a goddamn stream, but nobody wants to address the actual user interface, the actual accessibility Mm. of these apps and again for clarity paramount plus is not the only one guilty of this most of these new streaming platforms are garbage paramount plus just had a lot of nerve these bitches launched <laughs> with no watch list nowhere that you could even save the shit that you were watching to go back and watch it later asante and M later would the ones to tell me oh they got it on there now oh and i'm God. like why the fuck were, why did they launch without it why did that why why what yeah. Here I am now trying to be gay and watch All Star Six today, or whatever. And I made it to the end of like one of the episodes before I had to go back to work because I was watching it on my lunch break. And then when I went to go and try and finish it again, I all I had to watch was the lip sync. At this point, for whatever reason, the app, as these things do, was like, "Oh, you were towards the end. Yeah, you must want to watch the whole thing over again." Oh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I had at least another eight to nine minutes left. I didn't want to start the whole episode over Paramount Plus. I didn't. But oh, you know the no. thing? <laughs> for whatever fucking reason, you can't fast forward this goddamn app for mo- more than three times the normal fast-forwarding speed, which is insane to me, seeing as how all of these fucking platforms have content that is 45 minutes plus. This episode of Drag Race is an hour. I'm trying to get to the last eight minutes. So now I have to sit here and watch fucking grass grow before I can get back to where the fuck that I was at. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. All y'all bitches are doing this shit now because once again, Netflix came and they snatched wigs and y'all were playing and laughing in their face When things started, and I understood why you did that shit when things started because I remember the early days of Netflix before everybody and their mama had a streaming platform. I remember when I signed up for Netflix and wondered why I signed up because when there's shit on there to watch and everything worth watching, you had to order children. I don't think that you know this, but there was once a time where Netflix, you had to actually ask for them to send you a DVD <laughs> to your house. Yes, the children don't know this. <laughs> Everything worth watching. If you wanted to watch Minions, if you wanted to watch... um I don't know any one of these other goddamn films that be jumping on here. You had to ask them to send you the disc. Yes. Okay, in the mail. To send the DVD to your house in the mail. Again, a DVD is a digital video disc. It is something that you would once <laughs> at one time put inside what was called a DVD player. A DVD player was a device that would read oh these discs God. and then they would play a picture on your television, Right. So, that's what you needed to do if you wanted to watch some shit. And then Netflix stepped its pussy up, all of a sudden you can stream some good shit, and then it was like, look at us, we're creating original stuff that's just ours. And then some of the original stuff was good, and now we have what we have, right? And it's like fine, it's the way of the world. I'm not shocked, especially when it comes to American media, that people are tripping all over where the money is. But you mean to tell me that you motherfucking Billy, all of you people who like who really are behind the decision making of "We need to have one too, are already wealthy mm. Right? So how is it that you're spending all of this money creating original content, all of this money? buying rights to content all of this money fighting for the rights to content but you can't pay nobody to put a feature in here so i could fast forward this goddamn shit to the end of the goddamn show that i was watching while i'll, have, I'll having to wait 45 minutes into my goddamn lunch break to see who the fuck is finna <laughs> who's gonna sashay away bitch <laughs> You can't pay nobody on the technical side to actually be involved in the subtitles. Who, what gives you, last time I checked, subtitles were for the hearing impaired. I know Mm -hmm. we all use them when we're eating chips while we watch TV. Yeah, we do. But I thought that the whole point of it was for people who actually have impaired hearing. Don't they deserve options? What fucking right do you have to tell them what size their subtitles should be or what color or what background it should be? Amen. All of you bitches, as far as I'm concerned, should be tapping Amazon Prime on the shoulder. As far as accessibility and user uh, access, or whatever the fuck, as far as all of that is concerned, because she asks the questions and she provides the answers. The rest <laughs> of y'all bitches are just, just like, "How can we get Zach Efron and and Snooki or whoever the fuck on a show?" And then that's it. Damn, how we watch it. Yeah, I'm tired. And once again, this has nothing to do with the content. I watched the iCarly reboot. She's cute. All Stars 6. I'm not, you know, over the moon about the casting. But I've, you know, I'm getting into it because I'm gay. And honestly, there's yeah. a lot of recap. Bob the Drag same Queen reasons. has a recap show. Yeah. I watch Raja and Raven and a whole bunch of other queens talk about the fashions. And I like to be abreast of what's going on. Yeah, But... Not when it takes me years to just get, like, tighten up. Yeah. spend a little bit of that money on getting the fucking app to work all of these shits breaking down everybody's have are y'all bitches paying for bandwidth or whatever how <laughs> that works too because it feels like every one of these new apps are having connectivity issues everybody freezing everyone you ask a bitch to rewind back five seconds and they act like they don't know oh my i'm so confused what what are we doing what is this, right. this
0: is i'm so are you watching What's something happening? yeah
1: spend some money to get these things to work on then.
0: Um, so as somebody who is recently watching, started watching All Stars, I completely agree. Even though they're pretty good about making a uh, drag race very easy to find, like the rest of Paramount Plus, I'm just like, girl, what do you want me to do with this? Because <laughs> it is a struggle like hither to thither. So. And then
1: <laughs> their specific meat and potatoes... Like, Paramount Plus T is like Viacom shit, right? Yes. It's got, like, <laughs> Next, College Hill, like, the real world and the girls, right? But then you'll go, again, most of the time, you'll pop into a Hulu, you'll pop into a Netflix, you'll pop into a Disney Plus even, and it'll be, like, so weird. My wife and kids, whatever. Stranger. And it'll be all of the seasons. Yeah. You pop into the real world on on Paramount Plus and it's, like, seasons one to three, then eight and nine, then fourteen yep. and fifteen, yep. then twenty to twenty-four. Like where's Coral? Now I'm
0: done. Okay. <laughs> um, so like I said, fully feel you. Um, I just have two quick things to address this week and then I will be ready to go. First of all, for those of you um fans of England for whatever godforsaken reason um decided to be upset at the black people who play for their soccer team for losing no, the euro cup yes they did on sunday um and it was probably the first time in my life that i can remember like black people specifically like missing the goals and white people making them and like if the black people had made them perhaps things would have turned out differently like this is my first time mm. like witnessing that And at the same time, I felt like, ha-ha, nanny, boo-boo, that's exactly what you get, England. You fucking colonizing piece of shit. Ruin the goddamn globe, bitch. I'm supposed to feel sorry for you. I don't. But immediately, my heart went out to those Black people because I knew, first of all, like, I'm American, born and raised. I know how terrible these white people are. And these white people came from them British niggas. So I already know the white people over there are like, a thousand times worse at their core than the white people over here because they beget the niggas over here. They got this shit from y'all. And sure enough, like not 90 seconds after it was over, even though like his white teammates came and comforted him after he missed that kick. And even though everybody, you know, hashtag allegedly came out to support the black players, Marcus Radford, um, Jadon Sancho and Bukayo Saka Um, even though you know they allegedly said the right things of course it was a firestorm of racism because of course that's how y'all act of course y'all was immediately going to result to the absolute worst of the racist things you could say because that is how y'all act anytime you feel like niggas don't deliver on the sporting thing that you care so much about Anytime you don't win, actually, you're going to find a way to blame the people who probably had the least to do with it overall. I mean, and also, like, I get that this is an important thing. Y'all care a lot about soccer, probably the same way we care about basketball or American football. But, like, girl, in the grand scheme of things, I do not care. You expect me to shed tears for Europe? Like, this is a game between England and Italy, Two countries that are in Europe. So first of all, like I'm automatically already running low on the ability to give a shit. And then you talking about Italy that had a bunch of players like throwing banana peels and fans throwing banana peels at players and calling them monkeys and all this other racist shit. And England literally being England and having colonized most of the globe and being proud of it. Bitch, am I really supposed to cheer for either one of y'all? I don't fucking think so. I don't feel bad for y'all as a country. I understand y'all's individual feelings are hurt, and that's fine. But you expect me to shed tears for England, bitch? It's literally never going to happen. And my second read this week goes out to Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh, Um, Another one
1: that could never live up to my beauty and grace. He
0: could never. like. Honestly, y'all are peers in an industry kind of way, but he could never do what you do. Um, And it definitely showed on Monday. So Stephen A. Smith, if you don't know, is allowed to spout his opinions on television. This is a mistake, but you know, it's a mistake that ESPN continues to make and will probably continue to make here and now, but um. He was speaking about um, a Mr. Shohei, yeah, Shohei Otani. I want to make sure I pronounce his name correctly. He is a Japanese-born man who plays for the, um, the LA, what is that team? Oh, my God. What is the basket, baseball team in Los Angeles? <laughs>
1: the Dodgers
0: no 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 it's not the Dodgers he plays for the Angels I'm so sorry all the Angels fans are gonna like beat my ass but
1: what the fuck is it with with Los Angeles is there some sort of west side they
0: have like two or three teams where they're just like yes. In no every division like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: like I thought the Angels was like made up wasn't that no with the Angels is the, the, the team. Outfield?
0: yeah I think that's that's based off like a real story I'm pretty sure Which
1: came first, the chicken or the
0: angel? (laughs) I mean, so the LA Angels are a real team. um, And Mr. Otani plays for them. And right now he is at the absolute top of the league. He's being compared to like the second coming of Babe Ruth. Um, And side note, I fully believe that Babe Ruth was a Black man. A hashtag person of color. That's because... (laughs) that nigga Mero published like a conspiracy theory about Babe Ruth several years ago and about how this nigga is actually Dominican and when you see (laughs) color pictures of him you're like no I'm sorry (laughs) Babe Ruth had a black mama or something (laughs) I'm sorry nigga he had a black mama or something like so I actually do believe that Babe Ruth was you know a hashtag black but um Mr. Otani getting a lot of the same praise, like truly a breakout superstar kind of player that comes along once every century. And so of course, Stephen A. Smith, what is his job? To hate on greatness. And so that's of course what he does. Um, when he was asked about Olani being Otani being at the top of the league, he was and like the lady said, I don't know the people on the show, the the white woman and the white man. So forgive me, but She asked him, like, do you think this is a good thing? And he was like, not to me. It's not because, you know, baseball is criticized for not having enough diversity and it's too many international players and saying, like, you know, basically, if you have a star who needs an interpreter in order for Americans to understand them, that this is why the MLB struggles with attracting younger viewers. Like he took a real thing, which is that the MLB is struggling with viewership and like retaining younger viewers like the mlb audience is getting older and older and then somehow made the issue like the the international players instead of the racism within the mlb and it was like stephen a smith got so close to the point so many times that you just knew his dumbass was gonna turn around in the wrong direction and actually accidentally smack into that shit and yet he never did at no point did he realize like oh the thing i'm saying is the solution to the problem that I'm talking about. Like he kept saying, you know, having somebody who needs an interpreter, it affects the markability of the league. It affects the promotion of the sport. And baseball is always the last one to change and behind um, football and basketball. And, you know, Otani is big time and he's, you know, but everything about him is great. However, the fact that he doesn't speak English harms the game. no. No the fact that he does not speak English does not harm the game because English is not the barometer of being good at this game. It does not. You're talking about a capitalist institution that is already extremely wealthy and is perhaps getting slightly wealthier than it was before. It's still wealthy enough to hand out million and million and million dollar contracts for people who are working like a grand total of 20 months across three years. So who the fuck is supposed to care? You mean to tell me the problem with Major League Baseball is people who speak Japanese and don't speak English and not the fact that Americans are fucking racist? This is what I don't understand about Stephen A. Smith. Like You have been told this multiple times. Like You have a tendency to reach for the coon in you, my nigga, when it's simply not necessary. You have a tendency to empathize with, with the white man when there is n- literally no reason to do so. The problem is is not that this man speaks Japanese, several other players are Dominican and speak Spanish or have a very heavy accent, other people can't hear them. The problem is not that sometimes interpreters are needed. The problem is that people consider interpreters to be a problem in a country that doesn't even have an official language, a country that was colonized and ripped away from the people who who were here in the very beginning and did not speak English. The problem is that you feel like that is still something that other people should be should aspire to. I don't give a fuck if baseball dies out. I don't. If baseball can't find a way to attract younger viewers with all the money and resources and everything else, TikTok and everything else that the, the MLB has at their disposal, then they deserve to go bankrupt. How you got all that fucking money and can't stay in business? Because niggas can figure it out. Niggas have a business selling hot Cheetos and soft serve, and they will keep that shit going for 28 years. So don't tell me that the MLB can't figure out how to find younger viewers when they have literally everything at their goddamn fingertips. I don't want to hear it. The problem is not that he speaks Japanese and he is not a native born English speaker. The problem is that people care enough about that bullshit to hold it against them. When you could just look at his stats and be like, oh, but this is also an incredible baseball player, one that I am lucky to be alive to witness. But no, you skip over that, the quantifiable facts. You skip right over that bullshit and go straight to racism. And Stephen A. Smith wants us to consider the racism over the qualifications. Girl, fuck you, once again and as always. And that whole little video he put out about, y'all misunderstanding me, I'm not saying he's not great, I'm saying it's bad for the league because he don't speak English. Like we're saying, fuck you. There's nothing wrong with him not speaking English. Fuck English. How about that? Fuck English. I say this as somebody who loves words, loves grammar, chooses her words deliberately. Fuck English, girl. Whose standards are these? Who gives a shit really? Who is dedicating their lives to this? If baseball dies, because these people can't get used to interpreters, then it deserves to die. How about that? But no, because Stephen A. Smith is a fucking coon, always has been, and always will be. And that's it. I'm done. All right. Whew. Okay, so that wraps up this week's episode. Make sure you check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is ThisIsTheRead.com. Um, anything else from you before we leave, friend?
1: Um no one thing that made me smile is that I found out that um Eddie Murphy's son and Martin Lawrence's daughter are dating. What? <laughs> Super random, right? They're a really cute couple and like I just found that really adorable and it made me think of the
0: movie. That's life, real and... though. How cute. <laughs>
1: yeah like they're instagram official oh
0: my god happy
1: <laughs> birthday and kissing and stuff so that was really sweet oh I really liked
0: it. adorable i hope they love each other stay together forever ever yeah <laughs>
1: that
0: was about it okay well you know take that little bit of sunshine with you as you go throughout your week and we will see y'all next week bye, guys. bye guys,
1: bye, guys.